Welcome to the Your Honest Ally podcast. My name is Amy Greenaway and I am here to be your straight shooting bestie who lovingly tells you what you need to hear without beating around the bush, is your biggest hype girl and wants to see you live in the life of your dreams. In this podcast, we will cover all things self-development from manifestation, relationships, sex, fertility, owning your space and so much more. You will be exposed to ideas that will expand your horizons and give you knowledge to make empowered life decisions. Before we get into it, I invite you to open up that beautiful mind of yours, leave all the offense behind and get ready to take full accountability and own your life. Let's grow together because hey, I'm still figuring out life too. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Your Honest Ally podcast. Or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the Your Honest Ally podcast. I'm so excited to have you all here and I'm so excited to be in 2024. I know I dropped an episode last week, but I wasn't in the country then. But um, I'm here, I'm back and I am so, so pumped. Today's episode, I am going to give you my life hacks, as the name would suggest, hacks for a better 2024, or really hacks for a better life in general. With today's episode, I have the intention to help you get your time and control back with your life, to give you things to help your life run a little smoother and not feel so chaotic. I am going to go through all my main life hacks and tell you how I manage to stay on top of everything most of the time because honestly, let's be honest, I'm not always on top of everything. Sometimes things slip and my brain turns to mush but most of the time I am and I try and make my life as easy as possible for me. But before that, before I delve into that, let's have a little life update. Um what's happening? I'm back. I'm back in Australia. It's great to be here. I was itching. I was loving Vietnam. Don't get me wrong, but it was like the beginning of the year and I really love to start my year strong. So I was itching to get home and start all my habits and working towards my goals. There's not too many more habits other than I'm going to start running. I'm actually going to go this afternoon and buy some proper running shoes because this old body needs to be looked after (laughs) properly with the right running shoes. So as my friends have suggested, I'm going to go to athlete's foot and walk on their little thing or run or whatever it is. And they're going to suggest the shoe that I will buy because I've been trying on different shoes and looking at different shoes and it's overwhelmed. But yeah, so other than that, Vietnam, as I said, was amazing. I documented it all on my personal Instagram page and made story highlights of each location. So if you ever want to go to Vietnam or you're interested in it, check that out. I've left a few tips in there and just some honest kind of observations. Is that the right word? I don't know. But like honest things, there were certain things in Vietnam that I wanted to go to and then when I researched it more it was like oh it's actually just a patch of something colorful and you spend money to take a photo in a patch and 
all those kind of things. So I've kind of covered all of that. It is a great place and somewhere we will definitely go back. It is also a great place, I think, to travel with young kids. It was super safe. And even though, yeah, the roads are crazy, whatever, it was just so safe. And there were so many people with their young children there. And I was like, rad, that's good to know. So one day when we have little kids, it won't hold us back from going back there. Um, but yeah, there's not too much for my life update other than that. I'm going to start running. I'm back into the full swing of things and life is good. Now let's get into the fun fact, life hack and recommendation segment for today. Today is a recommendation. Recommendation? That sounded so weird. Today is a recommendation. It's a simple one, but I am going to recommend that if you don't already, that you start reading fiction books to rest and relax. So as I've mentioned before, I think I started reading fiction again last year to force me to rest because I couldn't do anything else while I was sitting and reading the book. And my gosh, it has literally helped me so much, but also I'm just really loving it. I've always only been someone that really read self-development books, which are fantastic and I still love them, but I'm never fully resting reading them because the entire time I'm thinking about how I can implement these things into my life or become a better person. So I've also implemented fiction and I carve out like 30 minutes a day, generally during my lunch break, to sit and read and do nothing else. And it is so wonderful. And one series, I'm sure some of you have read it and you, if you have, you'd be as obsessed as I am, but it's the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. I really, really recommend you read that. I was never into fantasy or anything like that, but my gosh, I am obsessed. The first book is a bit slow, so it takes a bit to get into that. But I'm telling you from midway through the first book or even the beginning of the second book, your world is going to change. I never thought I would be saying this, but it's amazing. And now I'm on to the Throne of Glass series, which is by the same author. I've also got Fourth Wing. I started that, but I've put that one aside. I'm just going to finish the Throne of Glass series and then I'm going to delve into that. And I've got other other books going on as well, but that is my recommendation. Read your books for rest. I promise you won't regret it. <laughs> okay, let's get into the topic of today. Hacks for a better life. I saw a meme recently and it was someone saying, can someone please explain the secret to having a full-time job, keeping the flat clean, doing a weekly shop, doing clothes washing, exercising, cooking every day, having a hobby, having an active social life, going on holiday and saving money each month. And the first comment underneath it said, literally nobody is doing all of that consistently. You just hope you can achieve a majority of what you intend and not beat yourself up over the rest. Easier said than done, but having a life partner or a group of friends can help. And I really liked that response. I thought that was great. 
But I also sat there and thought, hmm, I do all of those things quite consistently, like pretty much every single day. I maybe I've nailed life. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. I don't think that I've nailed life at all. But I just know I do all those things as a kind of baseline to my life, even though I still have a lot to learn. Though that list, I do all of those things. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Like that people are saying that's such a struggle to do all of those things. And it was like kind of a light bulb moment where I was like, oh, I see people making life harder for themselves because they don't hack their own life or do things that make their life easier for them. So today I'm going to go down the list of things and give you my best life hacks I've learned over my 31 years and they really, really work well for me. And so I'm hoping that you can even find a few within there that you can implement in your life and it will help your life become easier and take control over everything and not be so chaotic. Um, I know you're not me and everything I do won't work for everyone, but I hope some of them can help you a bit. So what we need to do is you need to create ways to control the things in your life that bring you structure and calm, which ultimately brings you peace of mind and mental space, mental capacity. So set up your life structure in a way that works for your benefit, not against you. And doing so will allow for a lot more freedom and spontaneity in other areas of your life. It's like setting up that structure so you're, it's like a um, cornerstone or a base. And that is, let's just use a house as an example. You set up a strong base for your house to be on and then everything else will swirl around, life happens, all of that kind of stuff. But you have your strong base, your strong structure. So all the things you can control and worry about that is what you worry about and everything else you don't kind of worry about as long as you have your calm, strong base. Just a random analogy that came to my head. I hope that made sense. does in my head. But yeah, my hacks will help make your life a little bit smoother and not so chaotic, as I said. And yes, if you are a parent, you can implement them. I may not have my own children yet, but I grew up with a mum who kept on top of it all and had us all involved in the day-to-day running of a household with oodles and oodles of children before we had the benefits of technology and all the extra hacks we can use now. Yeah, so let's get into it. So first up, have a to-do list, set reminders and use a calendar. Honestly, unless it's in my calendar, on my to-do list or there is a reminder, it won't get done. I do not need unnecessary things going on, adding clutter to my brain when I already have so much running riot up there. So I highly recommend it. I literally have everything in my calendar, my to-do list and as a reminder so that it gets done. If you don't use a calendar, what are you doing? I just don't understand how people can run their life like that. 
it will give you a lot more mental capacity, a lot, a lot of space in your brain to just have everything in your calendar. When someone says to me, can you do this or can we meet here or whatever, I say, I'm going to check my calendar and I do. And then I can say yes or no or whatever it is. But if I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I have this, maybe I have that, then that's highly likely to double book and then you become one of those people and you don't want to be one of those people. I'm sure you've heard this all before, but yeah, a to-do list, have it in your calendar and set reminders, use reminders. They're so so good. Like if I think to myself, oh, I need to do this and I need to be reminded, I will set the reminder in my phone for whatever time it is that I want to be reminded and it will go off and I'm like, okay, now I have to do that. So that is my number one, number one tip. Use all of those three things in your life. My next thing is do things for your future self. These things are so simple and so easy to do, but for some reason we don't do them and then later us has to clean up the mess. It's like, oh, that's a later Amy problem. That's a tomorrow Amy problem. But why? Never put off the tomorrow what you can get done today, right? Number one, make your bloody bed. Honestly, I didn't realize that some adults didn't make their bed until a friend of mine messaged me to say they'd started doing it and it changed their productivity levels for the better and their life is so much better just because they make their bed. And I was like, what do you mean you don't make your bed? I I don't understand because I've never not made my bed. Even when when I was a teenager and my room was a mess, my bed was always made. My mum would have killed me if it wasn't. But anyway, make your bed. I've heard it does amazing things for you. I don't know the difference if it doesn't, but make your bed. Another one that's super, super simple and easy is put the dishwasher on overnight. So before you go to bed, put the dishwasher on. And then when you wake up in the morning, you unpack it. It is super simple, but it really, really keeps you on top of everything And if you don't have a dishwasher, you poor soul, I really feel for you because that's horrible. But if you don't have a dishwasher, wash all the dishes before you go to bed. And if you want to put them on the drying rack, put them on the drying rack. And in the morning, you unpack it. Now that goes on to the next one is take two seconds to go the extra mile. So future you doesn't have to come back and clean up after yourself, clean up your mess, i.e., This is one going on. Put the dishes straight in the dishwasher. So if you've put the dishwasher on overnight and then unpacked it in the morning, throughout the day, you put your dishes straight into the dishwasher and not into the sink. We have a rule in our household that nothing goes in the sink, nothing. The only thing that goes in the sink is, say, a glass that you're going to reuse, but nothing I literally, it burns my soul when I see things in the sink. And my little brother does it to my mum all the time and he just dumps his plate in the sink, dirty plate, when the dishwasher is like ready to roll. And it will save you so much time because then you don't have a whole sink of dishes that you keep looking at and going, oh, I need to put that in the dishwasher. You just pop one thing at a time and voila. Or another thing is like put the new toilet roll on when the old one is empty and then throw the old one out rather than just leaving it laying around. Hang your towel up to dry properly. Don't leave it laying around on the floor. 
put your shit in the dirty clothes basket rather than on the floor. Like I don't understand why people don't do these things because they just make their lives harder or their future lives harder or their partner and that breeds resentment in their partner because they're constantly cleaning up after you. So that is um, a few of those kind of things. But, yeah, they just they make a huge difference. I do recommend doing them. Doing these things will stop you having to take a lot of time to clean things and will make your deep cleaning when you have to do it so much easier. And it's even just like when you get up off the couch, straighten the pillows, like cushions or what else is there? Just so many things. If you see something that's untidy, quickly tidy it rather than the house becoming a shitstorm and you having to go back and clean up later when you're dreading doing it. My next part for do things for future you is teach your children and partner to clean up after themselves. It always baffles me to see, I'm not passing any judgment, but it always baffles me to see parents clean up after their kids' tornado of toys from the whole day while the child goes off and makes another tornado with a different toy that it wants to play with now. Yeah, I'm not passing any judgment at all, but I remember the first time I witnessed it and I was so shocked mainly because I can't remember a time my mum ever cleaned up after me. I had to clean up after myself. But, yeah, we were always taught that you play with something. Say if I'm playing with Barbies, I have to play with the Barbies and when I'm done with the Barbies and I want to go to do some karaoke or whatever it was that I was doing, I had to put the Barbies and all of its accessories away and then I could go to the karaoke or whatever my next toy was. Um, So, yeah, we had to clean up before we could move on. So that is a tip that I learned from my mom and my sisters who also do this. Teach your kids to clean up their stuff before they move on to the next mess they're going to make. You can make it a game if you like. I do this a lot with my nieces and nephews or kids around me. I'm like, I bet you I can clean up all of this faster than you And they will race me to make sure that they've cleaned it up better and faster and everything like that. And look, it's not going to be perfectly aesthetic. The kids cleaned it. It's not you that's cleaned it. But it will have a lot less clutter in your house, which will give you more brain space, which is going to make your life easier. Honestly, I don't think people understand the amount of things that add clutter to your brain and stop you being clear-headed and just even getting shit done in life. And then the same goes for your partner. I know it may be hard (laughs) when it's been going on for so long if your partner is someone that just leaves their crap everywhere um, or just puts dishes in the sink. I literally, that that burns my soul. (laughs) So silly, but it does. And it's been obviously going on for so long without you really addressing it. But in order for you to not ultimately build resentment towards them, they need to hold their own in the household and clean up after themselves. You're not here to clean up after them. You are not their maid. You are their equal. Even when they're bringing home the money and while you're staying at home, like they might be bringing home the money, but you are staying home and raising this family. People need to understand they're both full-time jobs, but you never get a break, right? 
So you being a stay-at-home mum or dad or whatever it is and the person bringing home the money, it is not a reason to think it's okay for them to be a grub and make you do more things unnecessarily like clean up after them all the time, in my personal opinion. (laughs) She's coming in hot, hot, hot today. Obviously, everyone has their dynamics. If you're happy to do that, you do you. Um, But I would feel very unappreciated if Kirk came home and was trashing the house after I'd cleaned it. I I would see red. Okay, so I'm going to move on to work productivity, being good at your job, all of those kind of things. Or just not so much good at your job, just being, I don't know, more productive in, in every, whatever you're doing. So let's just say when you're working or doing any task really at all, do it with intention and do these three things if you can. This is what I find has really propelled my productivity and keeping me focused. Look, some days I'm off with the fairies and I cannot bring my focus in and other days I'm just like, got it all done in two seconds. But yeah, this has helped me a lot just to be a bit more consistent. So number one, you've probably heard it before, but put your phone on focus mode so no one is distracting you and turn it face down. Every time something, this is a random fun fact, every time something distracts you while you're doing, say you're working and you're in a flow, every time something distracts you, it takes your brain 15 minutes to get back on track after the initial distraction. So you're in a flow and someone interrupts you. After you finish this interruption, it's going to take your brain 15 minutes to be able to get back to where it was before or you are working and you're you're focusing on something and your notification comes up on your phone for no reason. It's Instagram notification saying you've got a like. Why do people have these notifications on? I don't know. And then it's going to take you, even though you didn't even look at it, so you just glance and you saw that, you're like, cool. It's going to take you 15 minutes to get back into focus for what you're doing. So that is a lot of time being wasted with distractions. That's another random thing is turn notifications off on your phone. I don't know if I've said this before, but you can go in and turn all your notifications off. Like why do you need to know how many people are liking your photo on Instagram or sending you random memes on Instagram or like all of those kind of things? I highly recommend turning all your notifications off. I have all Facebook notifications off, all Instagram notifications off, um, all notifications off on my phone. The only things that alert me are a phone call and messages, I believe, and everything else is turned off and I check it throughout the day when I feel like it and that's when I'm going to respond. So if you ever message me on Instagram and I don't respond, that's because I don't have notifications on you. Better off messaging me on text message or messenger. Keep focused, put it on do not disturb and that will stop all calls coming through. But you, I'm pretty sure you can put it on do not disturb And if someone calls twice, they can break through that. So I always say to my boss, I'm putting my phone on do not disturb. If it's urgent, just call me twice and it will come through. The next thing I do is I time block and I always time block, say I'm working for an hour or an hour and a half and then I have 15 minutes to move my body or get whatever it is done. So I work from home. So I'll work an hour and a half, say, I'll set my phone and then 
during the 15 minutes I have a task written down that I need to do within that 15 minutes, which is also while moving my body. So it would be put on a load of washing, hang out the washing, clean this area of the house or whatever it is or like do a task that I need to get done, buy this online or whatever it is and then my time block alarm goes off again and then I go back to work or whatever the next task is that I need to get done. So that is really, really helpful. Time blocking is my time management hero, especially working from home. Literally I get so much done with it and there's no distractions. People aren't trying to talk to me. I personally use an app called Scheduled, but I used to just set alarms and put on the alarm what my next task was to do. So you could do that. Scheduled is free. And I upgraded to the paid version literally so that the alarm would still go off while my phone was on silent. And it doesn't do that, guys. So don't waste your money if that's what you also want. And my third tip for being really productive and focused while you're working or doing a task is use focus music. Focus music is my productivity hero, honestly. Kirk laughs at me and calls it massage music, but I have these sounds that are focus gamma waves, which I literally get me into such a state of flow and it keeps me there for however long I've set my time block. And it is so good because I do like to listen to podcasts and music while I work, but I also find people talking or singing or whatever can be quite a little bit distracting to me. So when I have these focus gamma waves, it's like everything is clear, everything makes sense. And I always want to have a really intense task at work. That is what I play in the background. I turn my phone on, do not disturb, put it face down and play my focus gamma waves and voila, things get done that before that were a little bit overwhelming. So I highly recommend that. I literally just go on Spotify and search focus gamma waves and you will find it. There's one that's like a two hour one, which is really good because I don't like them changing tracks too often either because it's a distraction to me. But they're my top three tips for really focusing. My next tip is one that amazes me that so many people don't do it and don't utilize it because it's free and it's wonderful if you utilize it properly. But that's utilize Siri, Alexa, Google Home, Bixby, whatever it is that you have, whatever one you have with the device that you use, utilize it. They are your assistants. Use them as such. They're free assistants, guys. Seriously. Um, ask some questions. Get them to set timers. Get them to add calendar entries for you, to write in your notes if you need, and to remember where you put your keys. You know you can get them to remember where you put your keys so that when you're leaving and you're like, Frig, where did I put my keys? You can say, hey, Google, where are my keys? And Google will say, right over here, wherever they are, put them on the bench, this, that, that. Um, the list goes on, honestly. People are always shocked when I call, <laughs> when I call out and ask Siri where she is. And then she tells me where she is. Let's see if, let's see if she'll work while now I'm here recording. Hey, Siri, where are you? I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> See? So thanks, Siri. Yes, I do say thank you and please to her because you just never know when the um, AI bots are going to take on 
gone over. No, no, no. But, um, yeah, seriously, utilise it. I can call out to her in the house and scream out wherever she is and she will tell me where she is. Use the technology you have in your hands that is free to assist you. A great example is like when I'm busy doing something and I don't want to pick up my phone as it's a distraction, I will tell Siri whatever it is I want or Google home, which is what we have, and whether it's like skip a song that's playing or send a quick text or add a reminder or add something into my calendar, it gets done without me having to look away from whatever it is I'm doing. It's just like talking to someone, like talking to an assistant and saying, hey, can you quickly add this? Sure, you probably have to say it a bit more clearer and be more concise, but it is really, really helpful. Also with Google, I haven't tried it with Siri, but with Google Home, you know when you're cooking in the kitchen and you think, oh, cooking in the kitchen. (laughs) Well, where else do you cook, guys? Maybe at the barbecue. I don't know. You're cooking and you realise you've run out of something and you think to yourself, I need to add that to my shopping list. But you have your hands dirty and you don't want to wash your hands and go to your phone and add it to your list or whatever it is. I used to just say, hey, Google, can you add brown sugar to my shopping list? And then when I go shopping and go into my Google Home app, my whole list was there for shopping. All the things I had said, can you please add to my list? And it means you kind of just don't forget things or like someone will say, if I have to think, oh, I have to remember to do something later, I literally will just ask Siri to remind me to remember to do that later and she does it. So that is a big one. If you don't have it, set it up. Honestly, I know people are paranoid about they're listening to you, but they're listening to you anyway. So just use the technology in your hands to make your life a little easier. Continuing on using your assistants, your free assistants, send voice notes, like, you know, or message your friends. Like, okay, so one thing I always do and I've always said um, that I'll do because life is really, really busy and that's totally understandable and everything's got a lot going on is when I think of someone and I think of someone, I message them right away as if my phone's close to me. If nothing's like I have no way to message them straight away, I usually forget about it and then that's annoying. But, yeah, if you have your phone near you, you don't need to pick it up with your hand. But if you have it near you, you can message them straight away and then literally just be like, hey, how are you going? Just thinking about you. And easy, done. And you can literally tell your Siri or Bixby or whatever it is to send that message for you. And what makes life even easier is you can get, if you're, um, I don't know about Samsungs, do you guys send voice notes? Is it just an iPhone thing? Hmm. I don't know, but let's say with an iPhone, you are going to send a voice note. You just say, hey, I don't want it to go up. Hey, Siri, can you send a voice note to this person? And then she'll go, or he, whatever it is, will go, yep. What do you want to say? And then you record your voice note. You don't have to sit and type a message, which takes forever, and you send it and off you go. That makes your life easier and you can do that in passing while you're getting other things done or if you've randomly thought of something you want to tell someone, easy, done. Voice notes are your friend. They're great and it's really nice to hear someone's voice. I love it personally. And it really conveys the message how you're feeling rather than how the other person's feeling. 
because you know when you read a text message, you always read it in the mood you're in. So if that person's in a bad mood and you send them a text message that's meant to be something not bad, they'll read it the wrong way. Voice notes are fabulous. Another thing to keep your friendships is call your friends. Like call them when you get a chance, which is hard. But if you're on a walk or if you are driving your car somewhere, it's kind of like habit stacking. You do it together. Those are great times to call your friends. Calls aren't always convenient. Or even when you're cooking, cooking dinner, put them on loudspeaker or put them on your headphones and chat to them while you're cooking, while you're doing things in your life. Call your friends and that will keep your friendships close. If you're an adult and you don't understand that you can't always be in touch with someone or be seeing, see them all the time, then you're not really an adult. You need to grow up. But yeah, everyone's busy. Everyone's got lots going on, but it's really really always nice when someone messages you and says, hey, I'm thinking of you, love you. Those kind of things, that is a great way to um, remind people that you're thinking of them and maintain your friendships. And now going back to being productive. If you have, you have hairdresser appointments or you um, like to get pedicure, whatever it is, and you work from home, take your laptop to the hairdresser or to the nail salon or bring, get them to come to you and work while you get these services done. Why not? So I have my hairdresser personally come to my house. She's amazing. And I can continue working while she is doing her job, which is fantastic because it doesn't waste four hours of my time sitting in a salon and not getting anything done. So take your work with you. Or if you can't work from home, but you like say you're booking you booked into the salon, use that time for life admin. Why not? Use your phone, get all the things done that you have to do. You've got the four hours set. Why not? I heard about this woman who would take meetings at the nail salon. So she would meet these other women CEOs or directors or whatever it was, and they would get a pedicure while they were having their meeting. Like how good is that? Utilize your time. Because honestly, sitting in a salon is horrible. You can't obviously work in a nail salon if you're getting your fingernails done. That is why I hate getting my fingernails done because as I've said before, I wish I could just drop my hands off and go do things productive with my time. But they are good little tips and they will make your life so much easier and just give you give you your time back, which I'm all here for. I'm all about because time is your most valuable asset. You can never get it back. So utilize it where you can as much as you can. My next tip is to start your day with gratitude. Remind yourself daily of how lucky you are to be alive, how lucky you are to have the life that you have. Even if you don't love your life, you're lucky compared to some other people, right? Be grateful for the good you have and more will come to you. Being grateful each day makes your day feel just lighter and more hopeful which is a really nice feeling and it's a really great way to start your day. And it's just like a positive thing. What you put out, you get back, right? Even if you feel like there's nothing to be grateful for, you can find things, I promise. You can be like, I'm grateful for the beautiful flowers on my walk. I'm grateful for the rain fertilising. It does rain fertilise. Watering the uh, my garden. You know, it could be silly little things like that, but they're not silly they make the world happen and they make your life a bit better, right? So um, I'm grateful for my job that pays me even if I hate it or I'm grateful for having a job I love even if my world around me is falling apart. 
It just helps your day start lighter. It gives you a better approach to life. And, yeah, that's just a random tidbit in there that I think, oh, I just ripped my nose ring out. Oh, sorry. That I think helps life be less chaotic. It's like coming back to stillness and thinking about what you're grateful for. And that's another one. Be still. You don't have to meditate. I know some people really don't like meditating. I love it, but I can't do it for too long because I get a bit itchy, but maybe I should practice it more. But just being still and breathing and just giving yourself space, that is always a good thing to do. If you're a parent and you need a break, but you also have the guilt of thinking that you need to be with your children all the, the time, the first thing is to remind yourself that you can't pour from an empty cup and putting yourself first is going to teach your children that they also need to put themselves first rather than allow everything else to be before them and then their needs not ever being met. But, yeah, if you're a parent and you need a break, ask your family or a close friends for help if you have them. Or if you can and you have the means, a babysitter, a, a babysitter or even a nanny. Having someone help you with your kids is not letting another person raise them. I personally see it as an extra pair of hands or an extra heart to love them. And you will feel better and be a better parent and a more present parent because you've had that time to go away and miss them or, you know, come back to who you are and remember who you are. So that is something I really recommend don't be a hero. We're not meant to do everything ourselves. It takes a village. That is a true thing. It takes a village. You need to handpick your village, but it takes a village. And I know it's a nice feeling to be like, oh, I raised them all by myself, but it's even nicer to know that they have so many people that love them and want to help them and look after them and want to help you and make sure that you are feeling nourished, I guess is that word, refreshed, like the best parent you can be. Now, getting back into adding more time to your day, uh, a few things. I know, I know so many people that will get overwhelmed with their washing or um, it's kind of like the same thing with the dishwasher. And something I can recommend is use your delay timer. Like I say on your washing machine, on your washing machine, use your delay timer. It's there for a reason. If you're someone who doesn't work from home or you need to get up early and leave for the day, but you also need to have your washing done, then this is a top tip. Do your washing while you sleep and hang it out in the morning or chuck it in the dryer, whatever it is that you do. So use your delay timer. If you're like, oh, you know, it's Monday. Um, tomorrow I've got to go to work. But my washing is piling up or it's Thursday, whatever day it is. Put your washing on and have it set so that it's finished as you literally wake up. You wake up and your washing is done and then you hang it out and you can go on with your day. Sure, you might have to wake up five minutes early so you can hang out your washing, but it will save you a lot of time on the weekend or whatever day it is doing five loads of washing when you can just do it every night if you have that many dirty clothes. <laughs> and I've said this before, I'll say it again probably, and that is meal prep. I know I talk about it a lot, but the one to two hours on a Sunday or whatever day you do it will save you like at least eight to 10 hours in your week of prepping and making meals. Why people don't do this, I do not understand. And 
it will save you a lot of money if you're someone that buys lunch every single day and also be better for your health overall. We personally don't meal prep our dinners as we like them fresh, but all our dinners take under 20 minutes to cook and are delicious and easy and I don't have to think. They don't take any more brain space from me. I'm not someone that enjoys cooking. I know I've said this before. I know some people do and I think that is so wonderful. But anything with too many ingredients or too much time over 30 minutes, unless it's like something in the oven and I don't have to touch it, anything that I have to physically be in the kitchen for over 20 minutes, miss, not for me, not for me at all. With that, have four to six meals that you can make in under 20 minutes that you rotate throughout your weeks for dinner. It's literally so easy to find four to six meals that you can rotate. And we have similar meals that we eat every single week and that's fine. Sometimes I just change the flavors slightly, but they're four to six meals that we really like that we rotate. And if I get bored of one, then I will look on Pinterest and find one that's super easy and similar and off I go and make something new. So that is another tidbit. Now exercising, how do we fit the exercise in? Well, 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 schedule your exercise into your life as you would an appointment. Make it a non-negotiable. I don't even put it in my diary. I know four mornings of the week I have to be at the gym by 4.30 at the latest. That's like us running late. So that is done and there's no way around it. So it gets done. Another thing is to do your exercise in the morning before you can think about it and talk yourself out of it because it's very easy to do that. And yeah, just make it a part of like your non-negotiables. You get it done. It's part of your morning routine and then you can just move on with your life and keep doing all your other fun stuff. Hobbies, how do we fit hobbies in? Well, it depends on your hobby really. If you choose a hobby like a sport kind of hobby or like dancing, football, volleyball, anything like that where you are kind of part of a team, They are great because they have a set time each week for you to be there. Or even like say with the gym, how I was saying like you can book classes that you have to show up because you get penalized if you don't. You can do that if that's something that you need to do to keep consistent and keep going. But back to hobbies. So the hobbies that have a set time each week, like say I dance and I I know on a Monday night and a Tuesday night I am at dancing and that's just what I do each week. I'm not someone that pays for something and doesn't go to it. And I'm a part of a team. So I'm going to show up and I'll be there regardless of how I'm feeling. Unless I'm really walking on death, I will be a dancing. That is a good way to have a hobby that's just in your life. And then it's consistent and you don't need to think about it. If you love painting or crafts, why not join a club that meets each week to paint? Why not have a time each week where you go, like you physically have to leave the house or go somewhere and um, do those things. Or you could have people come to your house each week and that adds that consistency in that way. Uh, If you don't want to join classes, you don't like people, you just want to do it by yourself, say painting or doing puzzles or whatever it is you like to do, put it in your calendar and set a time each day, each week or whatever it is to do that and also have it easily accessible. So my friend, she has her puzzle and it's just flat laid under the bed on this puzzle thing. I don't know. I don't do puzzles. 
and she just pulls it out and starts doing her puzzle. And that's like kind of like her flow, like how I'm reading. She does the puzzles. So that is a good way. Have it easily accessible and go enjoy your hobbies. Go do them. We need some fun in our lives. It's not all meant to just be work, 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 work. So that's most of the free hacks. And I'm just going to quickly go over some things that you pay money for, but they will enhance your life. Well, they enhance my life and make my life a lot less stressful. So some things you can spend a small amount of money on to make your life easier. For me, one thing that I really, really love is unlimited delivery for groceries. Honestly, not physically going into the grocery store is life changing and saves so much time and also stops the negative energy I get when I go to the grocery store and and all the stress because I personally really do not like grocery stores at all. I just feel like they're a wild zoo of crazy people. If I don't have to go, I'm not going to. So I personally pay $15 a month for unlimited grocery delivery and I well and truly use it. Having my groceries show up on my step early on a Sunday morning or whenever I decided to have them delivered is an absolute dream. And for me, paying $15 per month for unlimited delivery is a bargain given I'd be spending at least four to five hours a week in a grocery store as an alternative. So that is a big one. If you don't want to spend unlimited delivery, why not do click and collect? Most stores, obviously, you can't do any of these things if you go to Aldi, which kind of sucks because Aldi is so cheap. Well, not as cheap as it used to be, but it's cheap compared to the others. But um, too bad, so sad. Also, you can get, like, say, my my meat is delivered and that's free delivery or you can get fresh um, market veggies delivered for a really cheap price and I feel like it is so so worth it and it gives me so much of my time back um the next one is Amazon Prime (laughs) the fact that I love buying things on there you get you get Prime and you get Prime movies and you get unlimited delivery and Prime music if you want to use it all of those kind of things. But it also saves me a lot of time and stress. Like, did you forget to buy a gift or even something that you need within the next few days? Amazon Prime will save you. My mom literally left her Christmas shopping to the very last minute. She's infamous for doing that. And I told her just to log into my Amazon account and get what she needed there as it will always come within two to three days. Where she lives, it actually comes the same day or the next day. All her gifts were delivered on time in great condition before Christmas and she didn't have to leave the house to go fighting people in the shopping centres to buy gifts that Amazon can deliver. I value that. I I will spend the $9.99 a month on Amazon Prime happily for those kind of things. Like literally I get our toothpaste off there because I have a special toothpaste. But, yeah, and I just be like, oh, it's just on Amazon. I'll just quickly grab it and it's free delivery why not it's wonderful the next one is I had a lot of people say that having their house cleaned fortnightly is something they will not stop as it saves them so much time and energy and 
having a house get dirtier and dirtier and dirtier is really, it's kind of like that negative energy. It's like not a good vibe to be in. So yeah, I understand why they do that. I can fully understand that. So growing up, we always had a cleaner come every week or every fortnight and do a deep clean. And we were to keep the house normally clean. Like we would still vacuum and mop and the house had to be tidy and the kitchen had to be clean, but a cleaner would come and deep clean the house. And Kirk and I have discussed and decided that once we do have children, we will also do that because as you probably know, I can't handle unclean things. That will save me a lot of mental space and probably a lot of being angry about (laughs) things not being clean. (laughs) But I also understand that this is a privilege to be able to have that and not everyone can or will or even values it. So if you stick to my tips, you will keep on top of it regardless. And yeah, just like if you can't have a cleaner, just quickly clean as you go, do a quick vacuum every morning and it will make everything just feel a bit better. Being in a clean environment, not cluttered, tidy is always a good vibe. And I think my last thing today that you can spend money on is a virtual assistant. I've never used a virtual assistant other than my um, my free apps that I use. But or like even like AI, virtual assistant is actual person. They're going to help you, which is great. And you can get that cheap if you your life is just so busy and you're like, I feel like I need an assistant, but not around me all the time. You could get a virtual assistant to do some tasks for you. But also like using chat GPT or Copilot or anything like that, you can save yourself a lot of time. Like say you're like, oh, I want to make meals under 20 minutes um, and I want it to be cheap and I don't know, I, I can't think of those things and I don't want to look in Pinterest, you can go on ChatGPT and ask exactly what you want and they'll deliver it with a recipe and tell you how what ingredients you need. So utilise it. Don't be afraid of it. My um, ChatGPT, his name's Trav. I've named him. I name everything. And I always say please and thank you and ask how his day is. Uh, that's the podcast of today. I hope it has given you some tips, ideas, or maybe even like a bit of a light bulb moment to realize you're like, oh, I'm actually making my life harder than it needs to be. I can streamline certain things and not be in such a state of overwhelm. And even if you cherry pick a few from the list, you will begin to save yourself a lot of time and energy, which is what we're here to do and your life will feel better and a little more streamlined. Look, we've got crazy busy lives. I've got so much going on um, all the time, which I love. I love it like that. But you need to have that structure, that cornerstone, so that you aren't swaying and getting thrown every which way. But, yes, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for allowing me to be in your ears. I'm so excited for this year. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great for you guys. I hope you have a blessed week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. If this podcast helped you in any way, I'd love it if you could share it on your stories or your Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is and tag me in it. Um, The more shares and everything that you do really, really helps me and helps me get out there. And that's the goal for this year. 
build the podcast even more. So yeah, thanks for being here. Big love. Have a blessed, beautiful week and I'll speak to you next week. And remember, I am on your side. Kiss, kiss, love, love. Thank you.